WKC Press Box, where you get the sports headlines that you care about. Plus, learn to make cold, hard cash with the Sportsbook 101 that teaches you every aspect of sports investing. Matt Shoemaker is on the mound for Minnesota. If this was 2016, then that might be bad news for the Tigers. But this is 2021. Matt Shoemaker is a gas can, right? He's pitching for the Angels. On the other side, we have Tariq Skubal, a talented young lefty, but still a young lefty. The over-under is nine on this game. Mm. Bet the over. Nine is the gift tonight. Las Vegas is just saying, please take this money. Take it. The lineup is ready. The players are set. And now, let's head to the KC Press Box with your hosts, Steve Serrano and Dave O. Whoo! Man. Davo is red hot. One of the only person in Kansas City that's red hot right now. <laughs> Currently six out of the last eight times on the sports betting lock of the week. He is still red hot with those wins. Cash money, baby. How about the Royals? Are they going to be staying ice cold? Or, for that uh, matter, will they even win a game for the rest of the year? <laughs> Could go 16 and 134 or something? <laughs> What do you think about the Chiefs' new schedule? Just dropped. Excited for that. I think as uh, the Royals struggle, it's nice to see the Chiefs. And then also we're going to go over uh, more with the KC Press Box, how we can make you some money with our sports investment. Uh, and, and a big thanks again to everybody and, and the new listeners and everything being a part of the show. I am Steve Serrano. Uh, this guy is Davo. What up, man? What an open there. I like what you did there with it. It'd be 16 and 136. You were close. Yeah, so You're there, that's pretty good off the top of your that, head. That could be. Uh, no, wait, that's wrong. It'd be 16 and 146. So, yeah. <laughs> With that being said, I can definitely tell you that the, there's hope that the Royals could at least win 20 games this year. Just <laughs> Four more? <laughs> four more. Uh, so we obviously got to dig in and talk about that. Uh, also, again, if you're new to the show, thank you guys so much for checking us out. KCPressBox.com. You can always catch us on any of the platforms that you want to watch or listen to us, kcpressbox.com. Also, while you're there, um, we always try to give you something away, give something away to you. Um, congratulations, Tom from Overland Park, Kansas. Uh, he walked away last week uh, with our special keyword. That was a $50 Rally House gift card that we gave away to Tom. So congratulations to Tom. Thank you so much. Uh, and if you want to win another $50 gift card to Rally House, thank you again, first of all, Rally House. If you want any of your uh, team apparel, go check them out. You can also go to our website at kcpressbox.com the bottom right hand corner and uh you can type in our keyword and it'll, it'll send it right in here to the studio so later in the show not right this moment we will give you a special keyword we'll stop the show for just a minute give you that keyword and then you enter that into uh kcpressbox.com very important to subscribe tell a friend uh even if they're not a friend please just tell them uh and then that way you can uh, catch the show and we can all deal with the royals together yeah, should I should I get some vodka on the way home tonight? Uh, is vodka it be, is going to be one of those kind of weekends again. I mean, we got the first place White Sox. I don't know if you need a vodka or if you just want to start <laughs> vodka during the show. But we have a lot to talk about. Obviously, the Royals, the Chiefs, um, that are going on. So let, let's just dig right in uh, with our sports headlines. Let's go. The KC Press Box headlines. Is there anything to really say besides the Royals started off at 16-9, and nine, off to a phenomenal start? Can we just go back to then right now? And also going back to that 16-9, and nine, every single day that I would talk to you, you would say, man, you made a bad decision, Steve, not going to Iowa with me to, bet on the to make on the, the division for the Royals to win. Yeah, for those who don't know, 40-1 to 1 odds the Royals were before the year to win the AL Central. I threw 200 bucks to win eight grand. I'm still, well, we'll talk about what I think you about that later. still had a chance. Uh, until the Royals now from 16 to nine dropped to 16 and 20. <sighs> so if you look at that, 
that would be 16 and 9, 16 wins. And then they go to 16 and 20, again, 16 wins, which means they haven't won a game uh, since the last, what, 11, 12 games? It's been 12 days, I think. They're, they're close to today, again, uh, at the time that you might be catching this show. We they do. They, they have a doubleheader tonight. So by the time uh, at the end of the show that you could catch it, or by the, at least the end of today on May 14th, they could be 16 and 22 uh, by the time you're catching this. Uh, this show. What's going on, David? What's going on? Well, you know what? I Okay. People always say, like, oh, I'm going to wake up from this nightmare, right, in life. But I legitimately, I mean, you know how much I love this baseball team. And I've always wanted to live in Kansas City because of the Royals growing up. And, you know, on and on and on. I'm obsessed with the Royals. I believe in this franchise. But this is, like, the closest thing like, I mean, this is not like a life or death, obviously. No one died. Like, it's not a family member. No one got sick. You didn't lose your house. Like, outside of that stuff, though, this is the closest thing to a real-life nightmare that could happen. For a sports real-life nightmare, this is a sports real-life nightmare. A team goes from the best record in baseball to 16-20. and 16-9 to 16-20. And, and here's the thing, Steve. They've been god-awful in all facets, too. They can't pitch. They can't catch the ball. They can't hit the ball. They can't run the bases. And I mean, they've been outscored. Do you realize they've been outscored by 41 runs? No, but now I do. 11 games. So that's what? 3.9 runs a game. That's almost four runs a game. This is this. That's not in football. You could say it's a close game. A, cl- a close loss in football, right? 3.9. Mm-hmm. That'd be a close loss. A field goal. This is baseball where you lose or win by one, two, max three runs. They've lost by an average of four freaking runs a game. I don't even know where to start with this. Let's start with the offense, I guess. <sighs> I love, I love how excited you are to talk about. Literally, no. I, I, before the show, we'll we'll pull back a curtain too. Uh, before the show, you you just were fired up. You're just so upset about everything, and I, and I said, you know, let's just we don't need to keep beating the uh, the horse. Well, I mean, there's only so much I feel like we can say or do with the Royals, but every single time the Royals would lose a game, I you I would send you the same text message. You would, how worried are you? Worried yet? Are you worried? No, I'll be worried if they lose all to you know Detroit. If they if they get swept by Detroit, I'll yeah. be worried. Again, send you another text. Worried. No response back now from him. <laughs> There's got to be a point that you got to be worried uh, about this offensive lineup. Well, yeah. I mean, so, okay. There, you hear a lot of excuses, right? When you, when, Especially when you watch the telecast. And, again, I, you cannot blame Ryan Lefevre and Rex Hudler for being positive. They, they are, you know, I don't think they're technically employees of the Royals, but they're employees of Bally Sports and – you know, and, and they've also got to be professional and, and they've got to look at things realistically and they do. So the Royals have had some bad luck. The two bad luck things, we'll get the excuses out of the way real quick here. What's going on? Number one, they are hitting quite a few bar- balls hard. And that is true. I mean, if you watch the games, but Steve, doesn't every single team hit balls hard every game they get caught? You know, you, in Major League Baseball, yes. It's just that most teams hit more than a few a game, right? I mean, yeah. the Royals are hitting. No one's going to deny they're not hitting some balls hard. But the problem is they're not hitting enough balls. But the, there is a difference between hitting the ball hard and obviously hitting it right at people. And hitting it on the ground hard, Correct. too, which so, is not near as good as hitting line drives. Correct. I mean, we're not seeing pop-ups. I mean, what you know better than I. I mean, I stop watching after the third inning normally of the last 12 games. <laughs> I watch every inning, so. So, I mean, the, the question is, are, are there pop-ups? I mean, are they still hitting the ball well compared to hitting the ball hard? Well, no, I mean, not really. And the thing is, the other excuse would be that the starting pitching they've seen during this stretch is legitimately good. You've seen Cy Young winner Shane Bieber. You've seen Carlos Rodon with a sub-1 ERA who threw a no-hitter this year. You've seen Lance Lynn. You've seen Matt Boyd. So they have faced some good ones. But, Steve, there's three big problems I want to highlight, right? So those are kind of the excuses 
And the stuff I just said, the, the difficult pitching and the hitting the balls hard, that's 20% of the problem, right? 80%, there's three things here. Up and down that lineup, first of all, this is, the, to me, the biggest problem right now. Outside of, shockingly, Benatendi and Lopez, those are the only two hitters right now that are using the whole field. It seems like the entire lineup is trying to pull everything. They're trying to hit a home run every time they come up. So the pitchers are throwing them, but they're pounding them with breaking balls down instead of hitting the ball to right field. If you're a right-handed hitter, or if you're a lefty hitting into left field, the Royals are trying to hit home runs. So they're getting ground balls to shortstop or ground balls to second base. That's how you get weak contact when you roll over. So first of all, they're trying to pull everything. The second problem is they're absolutely incapable of getting extra base <laughs> hits because of that because they're not going to drive the baseball. Oh, no, 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 You can't drive the baseball. Pitchers have made adjustments, and the Royals aren't adjusting back. If you look at what the teams have been doing the last few days, they've been taking every, like, poor Daniel Lynch kids who got sent to the minor leagues about 20 minutes ago, by the way. Did they he? Keep, they keep taking him the opposite way because he's throwing it away. They just slap the ball to right. They get singles, doubles. I mean, you can hit the ball well that way and string things together, but when you're trying to roll over and everything, you're going to hit weak contact a lot of time in ground ball. So you're not getting extra base hits. And Steve, when you're facing good pitch pitching on top of that, you can't get three hit singles in a row very often. It's just hard to have that many. You need doubles, home runs, and walks, which they're not getting. And third, another thing is just Matheny, for some reason, has shut down the running game. I don't. I mean, a lot of these guys have the... Yeah, I hear you. I mean, when we went to a couple of the games... I mean, you're just yelling and preaching, go, what What are we doing? They don't run. Take a base, take not, a base, take a base, take a base. They're not doing hit and run. They're not, they're, when yeah. you're struggling, get, make gotta, something happen, you gotta hit put, and run. you got to put people in the scoring position. They're you, not doing you, it. You can't You can't score on first base. They're sitting around like they play at Fenway Park with seven 30 home run hitters in the lineup. Like You can't sit back and wait for home runs. It's not happening. I mean, the, the approach is just awful. And then dumb baseball to compound everything. I mean, look no further. You probably didn't even see this yesterday because you were probably – with your wife, you know, being happy, unlike me who has stuck watching the Royals every day. Oh, you, gotta, you, you weren't, you're probably doing something else, but you weren't watching Carlos Santana in the ninth inning. Yeah, I got a five month old at home, huh? You weren't watching Carlos Santana in the ninth inning yesterday. You got two guys on base, right? You're yeah. down by three runs. The count is three and oh. What do you do, Steve? If you if, if you have two guys on base, you nobody take, out. you he take, swings. you take, he swings, and what happened? He popped out to the shortstop. That's just dumb, dumb you can't, baseball. You can't win the game. I, I mean, I should say nine out of ten times you can't win the game on one swing. No. You've got to get guys on the base. Especially when you're down by two. It's one thing if you got to get them on base. It's one thing if it's the fifth inning or maybe you're up by one or you're down. Know the situation. Okay, so we know we have some problems on the offensive right, side. Right. Defensively, um, I know early in the year we were a little upset with Benny in left field. Right. Had a lot of throwing mistakes. Um, but now, Solaire, can they keep – I mean, what's going on here with the defensive-wise? There's a lot of errors, some unwanted errors too. I mean, you see, you see your boy Wit Merrifield making errors. Okay, I mean, I know quick. that. I know this was before the law, the 13 game loss that they've it's been on. It's 11. Oh, by the end of this podcast, by the end of the show, it'll be 13. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, first of all, before we talk about defense, I got something to say about Solaire and, and Merrifield. Okay, okay, you mentioned okay. two people here about their offense. Yeah. Now there's three guys really. So Solaire is hitting like before we even talk about his defense, he's legitimately hitting like he's a backup utility infielder. Didn't we make a bet about Solaire not long ago that you bet me that he would hit a home run? Yeah, he hit. He hit he's at one since then. Yeah. And and you bet me he would hit a home run like a lunch bet. And I said, no possible way. That next game, he, like, struck out three times. <laughs> but he did it home run, like, the day after that. Oh, okay. So that counts. Yeah. But he's been awful. So Hunter Dozier is all for his last 30. Or maybe it's 31 now. It's either 30 it or 31. It was 0 for 21 when I, last time I watched him bat again. I mean, 
and he just signed a contract for a three-year extension, a nice contract. And then, you know what, dude? The guy I'm most worried about who's been rough on defense, which nobody is really talking about, is Whit Merrifield. I'm very concerned about him. He's only I, told, I, I say that's why I just brought it up. Yeah. Because he makes me a little nervous because I'm not used to seeing that from him. Well, he's, he's on base is only 325. He's only slugging 403. That's a 728 OPS. That's essentially the league average. He's a league. Whit Merrifield cannot be a league average second baseman for this team to win. Whit Merrifield needs to be elite as he's been the last couple of years in a top three second baseman in all of baseball. He's again, he's trying to pull everything. He's rounding out to shortstop. He's rolling over. He's 32 years old, dude. I mean, it is he's at the end of his peak years. Is this the start of the getting old? I hope not. I sure hope not because he takes great care of himself. And I'm going to hope that it's just his approach right now. But he's missing a lot of pitches that he used to hit belt high. So now you want to talk defense. Well, I don't think they can keep rolling. Jorge Soler out there in right field. I mean, like yesterday watching the game, I had to watch it on my phone because I was on the air here in Kansas City during it. I mean, I wasn't watching it, of course. <clears throat> but yeah, at sure. first I thought watching it that he people were saying, oh, he's awful in right field. He cost Daniel Lynch two runs. I didn't see it at first, but after I got home and watched it on something more than just my tiny cell phone and looked back at the stats here and it was pointed out and they were right. There was two plays yesterday when Lynch was on the mound that had a 75% catch probability. There's people will say when the ball's off the bat, like what percent of right fielders will catch it? Like 75% catch the first one. The second one he missed was a 95% probability the ball mm. would be caught. Then he had an error on top of that. I mean, he cost him three runs yesterday. So he's had errors. He keeps diving when he doesn't need to dive randomly for balls in the right field corner. He can't play right field. And the other thing I want to say about their defense is Carlos Santana came in as a, is a pretty well advertised. I always thought he was league average defense. Sure. I always thought he was league average defense. And everyone's like, no, he's better than league average, but he sure looks league average from watching him again this year. He's missed. I don't know how many scoops. He missed another ground ball hit at him. It was a tough play, but it was hit right at him, hit in the glove yesterday that you know led to some runs being scored on Lynch. So this, the one thing I'll tell you, Steve, is the one thing with Dayton Moore since he's been here is defense is the staple of his clubs. Pitching and defense, this is the worst defensive club since the Allard Baird days. This is the worst defensive team Dayton Moore has ever had, and it's not close. I had to pull some info real fast about um, your boy Hunter. I don't know what. What Do you know his batting average right now? Mm, let me guess. 150. 140. Uh, pulling his stats also close to $2.5 million right now is what he's making Look per year. Look at the next two years. So um, I think it was a three-year, twenty million. Maybe? So yeah, currently at eighteen or something like that. Batting one forty, career stats is overall career stat two forty-two. Yeah, well, you can't just go off batting average; it's kind of outdated. But you know, I get, I get, I get the point though. One forty, paying you guy two, you know, two and a half million. Got to make yeah. any right now over what 30, thirty or thirty. 30, 30, 30, 30 it's either thirty or thirty-one. I think it's thirty. So it struggles. Um, all right, let's switch. Maybe I would say on a positive note, but really you, you just broke it uh, just moments ago. Daniel Lynch. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Back to Omaha. Um, probably. He was fun to watch. He really was. There was a lot of excitement. You went up there for that first game. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, just watching him, it's fun. He wasn't fun. bad the first game either. No, he looked just a lot of walks, and which really, we knew. yesterday he should have been a lot better. Again, Soler and Santana on defense. But so What's up? It's the, it's the right move to send him back down. He was tipping his pitches in game two. That was just horrible. He got what, eight runs and two outs, I think he got in the, the game last Saturday against the White Sox. So I think it's the right move to get him down. But optically, dude, how bad does it look for Dayton Moore? So you're 16-9. and nine. Let's go back to that. Mm -hmm. And Jake Junis had been in your rotation. So you're 16-9. and nine, You come home and you say, okay, we're moving Junis to the bullpen. We're bringing up Daniel Lynch. That was the first game. They were 16-9. and nine. Yeah. 
the night that Daniel Lynch took the ball was the second straight loss. So that was the it was one game losing streak when they when they made that switch to the rotation. Such a big guy. I mean, you you, you almost you bring in a guy like that that can you could maybe go on a roll. Yeah, and go, and and kind of change things up and, and, and switch people and surprise people. A lot of batters haven't seen it before. Yeah, it didn't. almost a good move, but definitely not an experiment. Not a not a good experiment to to gamble with. And now we're sitting at sixteen and twenty. And I think, and again, that that move I just mentioned is like ten percent of that. Like, it's, I'm just saying, optically, it looks horrible when you're sixteen and nine to change your rotation, move your Junius, who'd been very effective. Now he's been awful in the bullpen. You move him to the bullpen to bring up Lynch, who then gets lit up like a Christmas tree. It's bad optics, is all I'm saying. But that's not why they're sixteen and twenty. It's a small part of it. It hurts. Now let's switch um, injuries. I know you've yeah. you've you've got your uh, golden egg that's still sitting on the bench right now, <sighs> and and you promise me and the rest of the Kansas City Royals fan base. I definitely that, drink today. That if he comes back, he's the Mondesi, savior. He's the savior. Then baby. he will save us all. He's the savior. He's what's gonna, a, what's our update on Mondesi? He's going to cure COVID too. Um, he actually is on a rehab assignment. I'm proud to report he exists. He is playing baseball in Northwest Arkansas. He should be back a week from today. It's Friday, May 14th. I'm going to predict he's back next Friday, May 21st. And the lineup, that will help considerably. He's their most dynamic offensive player, and it's not close. So he coming back, and there's two other guys that are out on injury uh, rehabs right now. Kyle Zimmer, um, who you know was very good for the Royals in April out of the bullpen, and Jesse Hahn out of the bullpen, who is supposed to be their 7th or 8th inning guy. From last year was great. He's on a rehab. So they will be getting back. I would say in the next week, they'll have Mondesi, Zimmer, and Han. Now, will that cr- fix everything? No, but it will definitely help. Should, that's what I was going to say. Do you think that we're really going to feel, are we going to notice it or feel it? Yes. Mondesi, okay. Mondesi is a huge difference. That lineup will be, but it'll be a lot more fun to watch, we, too. We here around the office talked to another uh, gentleman. Uh, uh, Tony? Yeah. Our friend I wasn't, wasn't going to say his name. Oh, he sent me a text. But by the way. Tony also stated Mondesi has been with us before. Yeah, you expect this is the year for Mondesi. Why this year? I'm like a sunshine pipe. Can I re- can I read Tony's text on? Sure, here? go ahead. You're going to love this. Okay, so this guy named Tony. We should we should bring him on one of these weeks. He's been a fan since day one. He used okay. to. He if used the Royals to, drop. Hold on. Here's what we'll do. If the Royals drop another twenty, or how many? Are they eleven. If they hit 11 or yeah. 12, we'll bring him on. If they, if they get to 20? If they get to 20, we'll right. bring him in because so, they're about to break the record. So Tony is this guy we work with, this little background that used to sneak out of high school to watch games at Municipal Stadium in the trees. Him and his friends would, like, hop in the trees across the street and watch the games in 1969. So he goes back to, like, you know, he used to park Lou Pinella's car, and he goes way back. He knows everything about the Royals. So here's what – Tony usually is pretty positive. Would you say usually most years? Depends. This year, here's the text. He's Steve. pretty honest. I haven't, re- I haven't read this to you either. It's hard. Here's it from Tony. Quote, it's hard to believe what's happening to this team, but maybe we should have not been so excited after the first 25 games. The lineup is weak. Defense is below average. Pitching is average. And the bullpen has three guys that are washed up. There are really three guys that would start on other teams. Witt, Sal, and Singer. Maybe Ben Attendi. When we brought up Moose, Kane, Escobar, and all those guys, it didn't take five to ten years to be good and learn to win. I'm sick of hearing good how good Mondesi, Lopez, Soler, <laughs> Dozier are going to be. The truth is none of them are any good. And forget about the home run Soler hit in 2019. You and I would have hit 20. The only hope is that Bobby Witt and a couple of these pitchers break through. I just had to vent, and yes, it's my damn fault because I switched to Comcast, so I should watch the games and having to listen to those assweeds on, on the radio. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I love Tony. People are fired up. They're, you know, we, we dropped 20. Tony, you're more than welcome to join the show. Um, 
Tony's obviously he's upset. He's upset with the the lineup. He's upset with a lot of things. Like I think a lot of the other Royals fans are. Um, so are there anybody on the hot seat right now? Is there anybody that should be worried besides Daniel Lynch about his job? Maybe Dayton Moore or Mike Matheny or something. Mike Matheny. I knew you were going to get to it. Um, no, uh-uh. not right now. Um, now the guys that I think could just be two the- seconds ago, you just said. Not to, to bring it up, but you just said Mike made a bad, bad mistake. Coach, the skipper made a, yeah, a poor mistake to bring him up. That's a, okay. I, I disagree with. I, I agreed. I, I think they need to be making things happen and running. So I, I do think that that's something you could be critical of. But in general, I, I actually think Matheny has been a really good manager. I'd give him like an A minus rating so far. Dayton is like an A minus B plus. Um, he, we won a damn World Series. We went to back-to-back World Series. Oakland, Tampa Bay. I mean, look at Oakland. How many years have they been being told they're sure. so amazing? They've never made a World Series. I don't think they've made it past the, the ALCS ever. Now, can you just live off of 2014 and 2015 forever when the, the six years behind that and in front of it have been awful? I still no. have the same. I have the World Series cups. Yeah. Uh, it's still, I'm, they're still using them, so I'm, flags, I think that's okay. Flags fly forever. Now, to answer your question, who's on the hot seat? The hitting coach and the pitching coach. Terry Bradshaw, John Mabry, and Cal Eldred. To me would start to be on the hit on the hot seat. I would suspect we see one or more of those guys. If this continues, let's say another month, there will be some changes. Now, as far as Dayton Morrison, you asked about Dayton and Matheny in general. Matheny is safe minimum through next year. Okay. He, he gets two more years. Dayton, same thing. I would say Dayton's seat will get hot next year. So let, let's say, let's just say worst case this year, they lose 95 games, right? Okay. Then I think his seat is hot going into next year. If they end up fin- finishing 81 and 81 this year or better, then I think he's not hot next year. But if, if they have a really bad year this year, then his seat will be hot and Mike Matheny's will slightly be warm. That's Too hot for me. Yeah. All right, before we jump gears, anything else you need to, to vent about the Royals to get it off to help you? Nope, we got rid of Angel Hernandez umpiring crew finally. We had them for two. That would, I should have mentioned that. As part, dude, is that part of the losing streak? I swear I they have. screwed us. A lot of things went on. So we're going to jump from the Royals to the Chiefs. Before we do so, again, thank you guys so much for checking out our show. If this is your first time checking out our show, we really appreciate it. Tell a friend. Uh, subscribe so you don't miss any of our shows. Uh, do this every single week, talking all things sports, talk sports investment, how you can make money. Uh, so right now I'm going to send you over to Casey pressbox.com uh, so if you have a moment go over to kcpressbox.com you can do it after the show before the show whatever it is also tell people and our keyword the keyword for today to win a $50 gift card to our friends at Rally House and again if you go to the KC Press Box you can find all of our shows but also at the bottom right corner you can also send a direct message uh, they call that a slide into your DMs slide in those DMs baby I know you've done that before uh, you've been sliding into DMs and the girls don't respond yeah, they um, do sometimes yeah, not very often <laughs> um, that being said what is our keyword for today that they'll enter and that'll go right into the studio and then we'll randomly pull a winner because last week's winner hold on where's my sheet again Tom, Tom right. from Overland Park, Kansas. Congratulations. What do you want to do this week? The keyword should be... What? Losers. Is that what we're going to do? Losers. Quit being so negative. See, I like the sunshine pumper, and you're like Mr. Losers. Just, you're bipolar over here. Take it how you want. Hopefully, we do this. <laughs> we bring out the negativeness, uh, and the Royals will no longer be losers uh, right now. So go to our website again, kcpressbox.com. Thank you again so much for checking out the show. Subscribe, tell a friend, type in the keyword losers for a chance at that $50 gift card to Rally House to on get the bottom your swag right. on. Send an email. Bottom right. All right, let's jump into the Chiefs. Um, schedule just dropped. They made a big, big, big deal about it. Um, and, 
I think it's exciting. It's exciting right now, especially with the Royals are, are struggling, is to see that possibly full capacity at a lot of these NFL stadiums too. So I think it was good timing, especially when the CDC dropped a bunch of information about no masks uh, if you're vaccinated. So now why not drop a, uh, a football schedule like it is? Have you had a chance to dive in uh, to the schedule? I have, but will you still read it to me and in case someone <laughs> listening is driving right now and can't? Uh, themselves, you know? I would love to. All right, so uh, what they knew ahead of time, the Chiefs week one are going to be taking on the Browns. Browns fans are so freaking cocky, by the way. I don't know if uh, you on Twitter, so? they might be like the most ear, what's the word I'm looking for? Irrational cocky. Like, How can they be cocky? Exactly. Well, they had a really good movie made about their franchise. I'll give them that. But no, they're, right. they're really cocky. You know what's funny, though? Should, do, best... do we, are we keeping track, or do you want to wait till later in the year, and then we'll kind of do protection? We'll do that later. Okay, okay. But real quick, nicest fans I've ever been around, Cleveland, Ohio. Very nice really? people. Very nice. nice people. All right, so Cleveland, uh, week one, week two. And by the way, that's a home game. Uh, 325, week one. Then we go on to week two. We're on the road. We play the Ravens. Mm, we play a team that doesn't have a quarterback. All right, next. No, week three, back at home. This time, the non-San Diego Chargers, the L.A. Chargers. I still call them San Diego, don't you? They're going to be good. That's going to be a good team. I really like Justin Char- Herbert. Chargers look good. They yeah. really do. I think they made some good moves. Getting Bosa back uh, healthy on defense. Will that'll, that'll be tough. Week three will be a challenge for the Chiefs. Uh, week four, they go back on the road again. This time, uh, a noon game on Sunday, October 3rd against the Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles. Andy, the battle of the uh, the Andy Reid reunion tour, right? Going back to, is that, that that's not there, right? Or is that here? That's away. That's, that's an away, away. game. Yeah, that's in Philadelphia. I think that's his first time going back there. And I, I do know the Philadelphia Eagles have made an announcement that they will be at full capacity, so we know for sure that game would be at full capacity um, for the NFL rules. All right, jumping to week five. This is uh, October 10th. This was would be our first Sunday night game. Uh, the Buffalo Bills would be rolling into town. Yes, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, the the team that the, the one team that could have beat the Chiefs in the AFC last year. I think that is definitely going to be a fun game to watch. Yes. Sunday night football, great decision by the NFL on this. I have been to a Bills game in New York before. Oh, you have? Uh, that was the year that the Bills. Uh, I think were they on a losing streak? Probably. A few years ago. Whatever, yeah, a few years ago. They hadn't won a game for a while, yeah. I think. They were bad there for a while. And then they still beat the Chiefs that yeah. year. It was, it was so upsetting. That was the Alex Smith era. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, next away game, week six of the Chiefs. We're looking at the Washington football team. Washington football team. Not a lot to say. They're a pretty sorry bunch out there. Could be better. Though. Good defense, though. They have a really good defense. So. All right. Week seven, Tennessee Titans. I'm excited for that one. Mr. Derrick Henry out there. The, the bus. The bus is going to be coming to town. How's the Chiefs run defense going to be? Whew. By week seven, hopefully figured it out. Um, and then we're going to go into week eight, uh, the New York Giants. That will be another hun- uh, home game, another uh, under the lights, Monday night football right there. I don't know what to think of the Giants. They they should be, they'll probably be like a 500 team. They should be like right at even. It's, it's an okay team. I don't know if Daniel Jones is the answer. I mean, the Monday night football, though. They're yeah. thinking there's going to be a good game here. I don't know why they think the Giants are a marquee. It's because Mahomes. How about this game? Uh, who's going to be under center? Green Bay Packers. Ooh, who is going to be? Is he going to Denver? Week nine. I don't know. I don't know. Man, you're. He you're, doesn't know. Your boy Drew Locke is going to have some competition if Drew he goes Locke's out there. Some, they, they brought in Teddy Bridgewater and they'll have Aaron Rodgers. I, you know, that only it, it makes a, a player, or no matter if it's quarterback or what position it is, when you bring in competition, it makes you 
play to that competition. I wonder level. if him or Bridgewater would go to Green Bay in that trade if it happens. Because, I mean, that's a lot of quarterbacks for Denver to have. And a, lot a lot of quarterbacks. Of, a lot of money. Well, I guess Locke's still on a rookie contract. but All right, next would be a Raiders. So, obviously, a, uh, that'll be an away game. So, that'll be interesting. Losers. Now, I did look just for curiosity because, obviously, this is the first year the Raiders will have um, – you know, have fans in their new stadium. Tickets there look like Super Bowl price tickets. Are they really? Yeah, outrageously expensive. $2,500 for tickets. Well, Cheapest upper deck is $750 it's, per it's ticket. It's a good thing I have a lock of the week later so you can make that money and there go up there. There you go. Uh, we still have not hit a bye week. We're at week 11 still. We play the Dallas Cowboys. That's an away game. That'd be a fun game to go that to. That would be. If that stadium looks sweet. The biggest video board in the world there. Le- Dak Prescott will be back. I've never been. We've been to a lot of stadiums. That is one stadium I have not been to. That would be November 21st. Is that Thanksgiving? Um, that's or? what I'm looking right now. November 21st. That's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. We don't play on Thanksgiving, do we? We do not play I on Thanksgiving. I wish we did once. Wouldn't that be fun? Have we ever played on Thanksgiving? Uh, we played on Christmas. I remember that. We played on Halloween, uh, but I have not been around at least. We probably have. Um, now, we finally... So, after 11 weeks, we finally get a bye week 12. Okay. Do you feel that's good time? Yes. Bad time for... That's for, a much better time because it allows you to get healthy down the stretch. Um, and hopefully we'll have a buy in the playoffs too, obviously. So it's so week 12, they get a buy. Week 13, they play whoever could be under center, the Denver Broncos. They don't know who's under center uh, for the Broncos or what quarterback they could draft wow, before that, Our first game is – oh, no, we already played Denver once. Never mind. Yep. Then we play the Raiders. Uh, this would be the home game. This would be week 14, 12-12. The Chargers. Wow. We go to the Chargers. This is uh, December 16th. Three in a row in the division there. The then we – yeah, very important games right there, too, as you said. The the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers, those will be three ask, very important ask games. Ask the Royals how these last 11 division games have gone. Uh, they, that hurts. <laughs> that, that really kills it you. double hurts. Uh, then, how about this game? This is a fun one. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. This is another home game, too. Will, true or false, Big Ben will one day retire. False. <laughs> so that how will, old is that freaking So guy? that's week 16. That's a, uh, a Sunday <laughs> afternoon game, 325. So that'll be a fun game uh, to go on to. And then how about this? The Bengals. You know what? The Bengals might actually be pretty good this year. On away game. Joey Burrow. And uh, we, we, we probably won't even care about that game by that point, hopefully. But. And, and by the way, the Steelers game, I, I meant to say, too, is the day after Christmas. Oh, so that's that's, cool. a, that's a that's a money game right there. Is that is the Bengals game the last game then? No, there's one so more. Th- remember, we got we oh, they added, added, yeah, they they had an extra they had an extra week, so we played the Broncos four times. No, I'm just kidding. Seems like so, it. So no, Denver Broncos. That <laughs> for would a be, second I was like, wait, what? <laughs> January 9th. That would be the last game uh, of the season for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So, so exciting to see again uh, some cool. You know, obviously hitting the road. Uh, play the Cowboys. I feel like we haven't played the Cowboys in a long time. Obviously, the Steelers are coming home. That's going to be fun to watch. Uh, for a home game, it, it, obviously we'll see what happens with the, um, the 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 Raiders and the Chargers and the Broncos. The what actually ours. happens? Yeah. We're going to win the division, dude. Aren't you excited to see Zeke do some eating? Oh, he's going to eat this stupid spoon thing. That that that, it's going to happen. So let me ask you, what game? Give me a couple games you're most excited about. Most excited or more worried about? Would you prefer both? Give me two you're excited. Obvi- two obviously, worried. I'm excited about the the Cowboys game. I think that's a fun matchup. That's on my for list. the for the Chiefs in general. I think those are fun things to watch. Um, I think another fun is going to be the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to be good again. They will. So be. I think those are going to be tough games to watch. Like the, not tough games to watch, but those are going to be really good football. Uh, when you have a, a very good team like the Raiders, I feel like the Raiders have gotten better um, every what single year. What are you most excited about? Most excited about? I think uh, for player-wise, I think for me, it's going to be watching um, the big bus coming down, the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, I mean, we go to Tennessee. So I think those are fun games, too, because I like to see 
incredible players like him, like Henry, uh, to to take on other incredible players I'll like say, Patrick Mahomes. I my favorite three out. You nailed two of them. The one I would add is the Bills because I think that'll be a that's a an really, interesting game. And being what was that? That was a that's early, on. isn't it? It's like week four or something. Six. Yeah, no, no, that was week five, five yeah. but it's a Sunday night football. So. I'm shocked. I, I'm finally we're not freaking playing New England, but I'm shocked that they don't have us playing Tampa Bay this year. It, that's a great question because we actually had a fan question a little bit later about Tampa Bay, so I'll bring that up here in just oh, a little okay. bit too. Uh, but let's jump um, as we as we talk the Chiefs and what kind of what we're most looking forward to. The, some moves that the Chiefs have made. Um, a former Dallas Cowboy defensive end, Marcus Spears, this week said Patrick Mahomes is pretty interesting. Patrick Mahomes is going to uh, scorch earth on the rest of the NFL like LeBron uh, was the after he lost the Golden State. Agree or not agree? I agree with that. I love that statement. He's saying that he's just, he, he you know, he's got Patrick's going to go, Patrick's going to go red he's hot. He's pissed, man. He's saying, so he's going to channel as uh, LeBron and Jordan, however you want to look at it. I think that's a, a great a great point. I think it's true. You know, but you know why it's true is the offensive line. And can we talk also about, true? That's can, a good point. Okay. If, if you have another son, if you and your wife have another kid, will true or false, you'll consider naming your son first name, Brett, middle name Veach. Cause he is a freaking <laughs> great G. We might have the best GM in football. He's, he's on fire. I mean, the dude is like this off season. There's only one thing he's missing, and that's I still would like to have one more wide receiver, and I wouldn't mind having one more run defense reinforcement. But other, you can't get everything, though. No one's perfect. But, dude, he's that close, in my opinion, to having, like, the perfect roster. I think we're within, like, two players of having the – and I think Brashad Breeland might come back still, by the way, too. Well, the, let's bring that up then the because secondary. he did make another move. Uh, Mike Hughes from the yeah. Vikings uh, is going to be at cornerback, six-round pick. Uh, well, he was a six-round pick in the first round to give him up. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a solid uh, a solid decision. Here. Yeah. You get a, a first-round guy from 2018. All you have to give up is a six-round pick. Yes. Why though? I mean, just for depth. I mean, but I understand for us. But why why are they making that trade? Well, the Vikings. Um, I think because he's been often injured. He's the last year of a rookie contract, and then they they brought in Patrick Peterson. Um, as well but I mean he's from North Carolina first round pick in 2018 he's been banged up but I, the thing I like about him dude is he can play both inside and outside you can put him anywhere great depth there he's it's a more of a depth move to bring him in but I mean look think of the names especially if you had Breland back you've got Charvarius Ward you've got Legereus Sneed you've got Rashad Fenton DeAndre Baker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on and on and, and with the offensive line that Brett Veach brought in which is I think why Mahomes will go scorched earth I mean yeah maybe Mahomes has Hill Kelsey and then a whole bunch of other guys out there at receiver. But you've got a dynamic running back who they're going to use. I read an interesting article, by the way, about, I didn't tell you this, about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, how they didn't really use him in the screen game. When they bought, when they drafted him, the whole thing was he's the best pass receiving back in college. We're going to use him as, yes. and they didn't really do it much. Maybe three catches a game on average. But they, but apparently it's because he didn't trust the offensive line last year. The Reed did not trust it. to. But apparently they're going to unleash this year. Now, they said that last year, but Hilaire could be a guy, another huge weapon with Hill, Kelsey. They brought in the tight end from Duke there that they traded up and got in the draft. And with if you give Mahomes four seconds to throw the ball, good luck. Now, here's a question, and obviously we didn't we didn't talk about this beforehand, but you saw the announcement of Eric Fisher. Yeah, to the Colts, $9 yeah, million. Yeah, $9 million to the Colts. Do you wow. think that was a good decision or not? I do, but I mean... I, okay, I do. They already have a good offensive line there, but it's like, is he really going to be ready to play until like week four or five? 
What about... Um, That's a lot of money, dude. We, we talked to Eric Fisher and obviously Schwartz. We talked possibly one of them could come back for the Chiefs. And then I asked you this last week. I thought Schwartz was still a possibility, but I, do they need, are they, can they fit that, him in the roster? That, that's the question. Is is there a place for him now? I mean, we have like 75 offensive Obviously, linemen. Schwartz is probably not going to be able to make the first three, four games. Right. But he wants to come back. Is he going to come back or does somebody else pick him up for the I price? I will say someone else gets him. Now, two weeks ago, I would have said we would get him. But after you make that trade on draft day and you draft a couple more guys and... You know, they signed who did they signed back last week. They signed, they signed back another lineman last week. Um, what's it in Rimmers, whatever his name was? They brought in the, the other guy back yes. for another guy. I mean, they have like, dude, they have so much depth now everywhere. They have two well, and three deep at every position. You you gotta protect the moneymaker. Yeah, you have to protect the moneymaker. I mean, we, we saw him limping around, uh, getting beat up uh, you know, weeks before the Super Bowl, and th- that's the biggest thing. That's the priority. I can't wait. I, I mean, they're gonna be so fun. Just imagine Mahomes, and again. I'm sure Veach's thing is yes, it'd be nice to have one more stud receiver, but it doesn't really matter if you give if you give Patrick Mahomes two really good weapons, maybe three with Hilaire, and then a whole bunch of just league average wide receivers. If if, if he has five seconds to throw or four seconds to throw, it doesn't matter who the hell's playing receiver, right? Sure. As, as long as they can catch the damn ball and run. I mean, so I think I think it was the the wise move since it was a salary cap, but there was no salary cap. So imagine if the NFL had no salary cap right now. We'd be the New York Yankees. Everybody would want to come here. We would get every best player. Isn't that crazy to think that, sure. our, that our Chiefs that we grew up on That's being right. awful are now like the destination in the NFL, in the entire league? It's fun. And again, each week we'll continue to talk Chiefs uh, and see what other moves that could be made, things that are happening. Um, and hopefully, again, we'll see a full, full stadium when it comes to uh, the first game. Um, just around the corner, it feels like that. Now, every week we try to do this. Um, make sure you go to our website again, kcpressbox.com. Subscribe, tell a friend, watch the show. Uh, also, our special keyword for a chance at $50 to the Rally House. Uh, get all your swag that you need for your favorite teams is use the keyword losers. Losers <laughs> is the keyword, bottom right corner at kcpressbox.com. You're also, a dick, man. also, while you're there, put it in the keyword for a chance at the gift card. Uh, you can also submit your question. And today's what we call, and, and you like to call it, um, the crystal ball? The crystal ball. Crystal the, ball the, question. The I love crystal these. ball question. This one comes from Dan in Liberty, Missouri. Uh, you chose Dan. Okay. I saw Dan, one from Roger I like to. Roger? Yeah, we'll do it next week. All right. So, again, make sure you submit those questions. Any type of uh, fun questions. Again, let's just see, see where it goes with these types of things. Dan from Liberty asks, will the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, oh, yeah, yeah, great yeah. question, That's right. face off again next year in the Super Bowl? Uh, No. No, chance. no, no absolutely, possible. Absolutely okay. no chance. Dan did not have a follow up question, but I'm I'm representing Dan from Liberty here with this follow up question. Then to you, um, will one of those two teams? You yes. don't have to tell me one what what that team will be. Will one of those two teams make it for a third appearance? Okay, Steve. Let me ask you. My answer is an obvious yes. Who do you think is the biggest competition in the AFC? Is it is it the Bills or the Ravens or somebody else? The Titans, the Ra- the Raiders. I mean, who do who I say the Raiders and the Titans? Okay. I think the Raiders are going to be good. I said that earlier in the show. Uh, I really do. I, I should have looked into the. I haven't looked at what the Titans did to their defense. I, have they done anything? Do you know? I, that, 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 that I don't know that offhand. Defense was just awful. So that's. But yeah, the Raiders. I could see if the Raiders had, like if the Raiders got Aaron Rodgers, then I might be a little nervous. But like Derek Carr, I mean, they have a great running back and they have pretty good receivers and the defense is okay. But well, no, it's not. The defense is subpar. But it should be. It's John Gruden. John Gruden's teams will he'll play defense. They, he he knows how to coach. But thank you again, Dan from uh, Liberty, Missouri. There. Thank you again for the question. Crystal ball question for the week. Again, you can submit your question to kcpressbox.com. Bottom right corner. Same time. Type in the word 
losers. You were a chance, For a chance of that fifty dollars gift card to Rally House. By the way, I'm, All not, right. I'm not making this up. Look, Tony just texted me right oh, now. Oh no, what's he saying now? I, I'm gonna make a bold prediction and I Uh-oh. may be completely wrong. But if we get swept by Chicago, Mike may be let go. Come on, Tony. False. False. Some, right. Something big will happen, he says, besides activating three losers like Zimmer's on and Mondesi. This is not this is not endorsed the views of this show, by the way. It I just I disagree. Tony's angry. All right, Tony's angry. Everybody else is angry. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's bring it on a positive side. Uh, we talk Royals, we talk Chiefs, and now before we jump into our Sportsbook 101, this is grab your notepad. Uh, let's take some uh, some notes here because David's going to help you right now. Uh, you're six and two on your picks too. You want to do that first with the sports? No, no, book? I'm just saying I'm very impressive. Oh, yeah. When it comes to your picks, you're six and two. Dude, so, if, if I can keep up seventy five percent spoiler alert, that's probably not gonna happen. But if I can keep it above sixty one to sixty two, you can make damn good money. So that's what I try to tell you is you need to pay attention here. He he's he's red hot uh with his sports book one oh one. Daddy's so he's, gonna make he, you some he, money. He's currently six and two with his lock of the week, so now it's time to learn what daddy is doing. Cat daddy. Let's make you some money. It's the sports book one oh one with Dave O. So right now. Now we're talking about MLB for a couple of more months here on the Sportsbook 101. Don't worry, I got lots of football lessons for you. Lots of money to be made in football. But Steve, low-key, possibly, possibly, the best sport to bet might be Major League Baseball. You can make a lot of money. Now, we've been doing the DFS fast at the last yep. few weeks. This week, we're going to go to straight betting on MLB. And thanks to okay. our genius, great politicians in Kansas and Missouri, we still can't legally do it in either state. Even though, Steve, let's go over real quick here. Sports betting is legal in Iowa, Illinois, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Mm. But that's okay. We wouldn't want to do that here. But soon enough, it will be legal. Still a chance one of them comes in this year, if not next year. And if not, we can drive to Iowa to do it or any of those places. It's less than two hours from the KC Metro. We can fly to Vegas. We can bet in Vegas. Or you could get on Bovada.com or some of these other Costa Rican sites. But, you know, Bitcoin's really the only way you can do that. True. Unless, True. You're, unless you're in Bitcoin, True. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise doing that. So with that said, there's plenty of ways you can still get in. I would never, ever endorse finding a local bookie to use, though. I would never, ever do that. I've never done that in my entire life, and I would never do that. But let's talk wagering and making money on baseball. So this week, money lines, as we talked about before, it's all about the money line. In case you're listening for the first time, real quick, 30-second version. Like, for example, today I'm looking at Houston versus Texas. Houston is favored. They're minus 214. It's Zach Grinke against Mr. W. Benjamin. Who is W. Benjamin? I know that, by the way. I forget. Anyway, West Benjamin. doesn't matter. Um, so that line is minus 214 for Houston. You'd have to bet $214 to win 100 Wow. It's based on 100 bucks when you see that, if you believe in Houston. Or if you believe in Texas, you can bet 100 and win 214 So baseball, there are ways you can bet it, but you can bet a team favored by one and a half where it's even money, where they have to win by two runs. But I just prefer, don't bet one and a half money lines, just or one and a half lines. Just bet money lines when it comes to MLB. Pick a side, and it's a lot easier, a lot less stress, because a, a lot of these games are really close. Um, so with that said, money lines in baseball, we'll talk about over-unders next week. This week, it's about money lines. I don't advise ever doing the one and a half. Stick to the money lines. But here's the question for you, Steve. And, I, you know, people have asked me this before. When it comes to money lines with baseball, people might say, well, yeah, take those underdogs. That's how you make the money. Take Texas at plus 214 tonight. So what I'm going to answer is kind of is that question. Is it worth taking big underdogs in baseball, you know, because if you put two hundred fourteen dollars, I hate a, I hate to bring this up. Hold on, yeah, you took a huge underdog to win the division. For, to win the division, different. That's okay. a future bet. Okay, I just want to make sure people are and aware that, when it comes to those types of. FYI, things. FYI, that bet is not dead yet either. I'm not so, saying it's dead, but okay. I'm just trying to say is 
Is that the example that, that you mean? that was a value bet. So that, okay. that's a fair point, though. It's, it's kind of the same thing people might say. Is there value in taking underdogs? That's a good point. That's another way of stating this question. My answer would be sometimes, but I would not make a habit out of taking underdogs in Major League Baseball because it's easy when you look at these games to see uh, the Yankees minus 173 tonight with Kluber going against Baltimore. It's easy to say, well, I don't want to bet 173 if I'm only going to make 100, or if you divide that bet, too. I don't want to bet... 81 to make mm-hmm. 40 or mm-hmm. whatever it is, 81 to make 50 or whatever. Because if I lose, I'm going to lose way more money. So I don't want to do that. There's sure. no value. Yes, but that's how you really build your bankroll with baseball. Like, So my answer would be I would much rather bet favorites in general in baseball. There's a lot more value in other sports for underdogs. Now there's exceptions to the rule. But let's pick one game tonight. Let's pick a couple of games tonight that are currently on this, by the way. Um, let's go back to that game I just mentioned a second ago. The... Uh, the Texas at Houston game, the minus 214 game. So you've got Benjamin, West Benjamin against Grinky tonight. Now, should Houston be a minus 214 favorite in this game? Probably not. And this is a game where it would make sense to go with the value and take the underdog only because it's more than two to one. And because Texas can actually really hit the baseball when they don't strike out. Mm-hmm. Zach Grinky is not a strikeout pitcher, so you're going to put the ball in play. Grinky can be hit hard at this point of his career. Texas has a competent offense, so I think it would make sense in that type of matchup to take a big underdog. But in general, I would not advise taking big underdogs in baseball, and I would not throw a lot of money on that game. That's not even close to a lock. That's just a value play. I, I think in general, it makes a lot more sense to take the favorites in the right matchup. Now, we're going to get to the lock of the week here in about one minute. There are a couple of games tonight that are phenomenal, but there's one game tonight Steve, that God, it's sexy looking at it. Can we just get to it right now? Because I really want to. You want to do the lock of the week? Let's do it right now. All right. So again, he's on fire. The script was red hot. Six and two, baby. Six and two. Can we go to seven and two? So if you want to make what he calls easy money, they're just handing it out. This is it. Let's make you some money. Time for the lock of the week. All right. I am so far six and two on locks of the week. And you've probably got somebody in your life. Maybe it's a wife who wants a (laughs) a handbag. Maybe your husband wants you to get him Fubo TV to watch more sports. You need a little bit more money. Mm -hmm. Maybe grandma's still kicking. Maybe Mm -hmm. grandma wants a trip to the mountains. Buy your grandma a trip to the mountains, baby, because there is a lock tonight. You're going to make this money and do so. We're going to go to the Twin Cities. We're not going to the Mall of America, though. But we are going to Minneapolis. But maybe after you make this yes, money, maybe. you're going straight over to the Mall of America. And then the mountains after that. The, <laughs> the Minneapolis. Oakland is playing at Minnesota tonight with Frankie Montas toeing the slab with a 4-2 and two record against Matt Shoemaker, 2-3 and three record. Notice the theme. We went mm-hmm, against Matt mm-hmm. Shoemaker last week, and he's back in play. So we've got Oakland at Minnesota. Oakland is only a minus one 10 favorite in this game. Why do I like this game? Frankie Montas is one of the more underrated pitchers in Major League Baseball. The FIP says there should be something better that's been happening. I'm not saying he's a stud, but he's a very, very good, very underrated number two starter in Major Leagues. He's facing a watered-down Minnesota lineup. They're 12-23. and 23. Mm, mm. And Oakland is a lineup that's underperformed. A mm. lot of righties up and down that lineup. A lot of strikeouts. Matt Shoemaker cannot miss bats for Minnesota at this point in his career. Easy money. The Oakland Athletics today on Friday, May 14th, minus 110 favorites. Pound the Oakland Athletics. Take Granny to the mountains, baby. Show number eight. He's telling you exactly how to make that cash. He is Davo. I am Steve Serrano, guys. Thank you guys so much for checking out week, uh, week number eight. Show number eight of the KC Press Box means so much to us. If you subscribe, tell a friend about the show. You can subscribe, learn all about all the platforms that we're on at kcpressbox.com. Also, gift card too. Yeah. With that. Also, don't forget, you have a chance to win that gift card with the keyword. 
You're a hater. No, no. Losers. You're a hater. Losers. Bottom right corner of KCPressBox.com. Watch, Submit the Royals are going to rattle off 10 in a row now. Good. We love that. That's It'll even be better. Uh, you do that at the bottom right corner. A chance to win that $50 gift card. Big thanks again to Rally House for supplying that to us. Also, big uh, congrats. Uh, last week's Tom. winner. It's Tom. Was it Tom? Or? Yes. Tom. Tom. So, congratulations, Tom. Uh, hooking you up with that $50 gift card to get your swag. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, listening. KCPressBox.com. We'll see you next time. Are they really watching? Might be. Who knows? Peace. Peace. Peace.